everyone. Welcome to the SBP podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you are listening to episode 99. Our guest in this episode has made several films using her smartphone, but usually she makes films using other cameras. So what brought her to start making films with her smartphone? at least for some time, and to feature them and make a big deal out of them, and also to inspire people around where she lives. She lives in New Orleans, and she is uh, very active in the filmmaking community there. So um, my guest is Rachel Jacob, and um, I want to share with you that I had a lot of fun uh, discussing mobile filmmaking with our guest uh, discussing her film and her experiences. Um, the reason for that also is because she is very passionate about storytelling. And guess who else is very passionate about storytelling? Me. Um, we actually met in, um, in a clubhouse um, event in a room. And um, if you don't know anything about clubhouse, it's the clubhouse app is dropping audio uh social media, so to speak. Um, we, with the Mobile Film Stories uh, platform, have our own club there. So if you are there, connect and become a member of Mobile Film Stories. June 19th, that's the date when we open the submissions for the San Diego International Mobile Film Festival. Both competitions, the feature film competition and the short film competition, both open on the same date. Uh, you'll have until the end of the year. Um, go to internationalmobilefilmfestival.com and get all the details there. Okay, back to our guest, uh, Rachel Jacob. Um, just so you know, we met in the uh, Clubhouse app. And I can't miss this opportunity to share something with you. We have a club there. And once a week, we hold an event room, and we invite uh, several uh, filmmakers, mobile filmmakers and people in the industry to come up and speak as part of a panel. And then we invite listeners to come and speak and share uh, their perspectives as well on the topics that we're discussing. So mobile film stories, just do a little search there. Uh, or go to the link in the notes, which we're adding to give you an opportunity to go there. Um, so uh, also one last thing. Let me share this with you. Uh, just in case you don't get through to the end of the episode, you know, hopefully you will. Um, it's really inspiring. But if you don't, uh, you can follow Rachel on Instagram, Rachel underscore Jacob underscore Nola. So just giving you a heads up on that. And also, I'm on Twitter, and I'm pretty active on Twitter, at Susie, S-U-S-Y, Botello. Um, so follow me there, and let me know that you're listening, and uh, tag SBP Podcast on Twitter, and I will retweet. I may even um, shout something at you at some point as well. Um, all right, let's go talk to Rachel. got a great guest here today for you. I've got Rachel Jacob from New Orleans who is Hello. here. And hi yes. Rachel, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I know, I'm excited that you're here sort of. Um, <laughs> I know, you know, virtually over the It's kind of like interwebs. A, a big jump away, but hey, we are close yeah. because it's all about the connection of this wonderful community uh for listeners listen um the re the reason that rachel is here is one she's pretty awesome two i met her in clubhouse and she's pretty awesome and three um she made some movies with her phone i mean she makes you know the traditional movies and all that but she also made some movies with her phone and she's pretty awesome so 
you know, to wind it down, she's pretty awesome, and she's here, and she's going to inspire all of you with some really awesome stories. Well, I hope so. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) And you are awesome. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, let's begin by sharing with our listeners a little bit about Rachel, the filmmaker and the human, of course. Um, First of all, what brought you into filmmaking in the first place? Um, Well, I actually kind of grew up around the industry because my dad and his whole side of the family uh, were involved in the industry in one way or another. So I was around it growing up Um, and I, you know, would put a foot in here and there and caught the bug as one does and then you know you're just you're in it <laughs> you know so yeah I, I grew up around it and I fell in love with it um and yeah here here I am what was the specifics <laughs> of what you really loved out of it was it the storytelling what what part of it was it that you that really said called out to you and said because filmmaking is not the easiest thing to get into yeah no I mean there's a lot of like you know, the secrets, right? Like who you know, yes. how you get in and all that stuff. So it's not the easiest thing to get into. It's it's not easy to say, oh, I'm going to be a filmmaker. Um, right. What, what really attracted you? Well, honestly, I think it was, so my, my parents brought us up on um, like golden age of Hollywood classic movies. And I just remember being like enraptured by them, like the story and the way they, you know, you use this visual medium to evoke emotion and to tell a truth of some sort. You know, like like filmmaking is magic, like it's literal magic. And I don't mean that in the the cheesy way, like, oh, my gosh, movie magic. Da, da, da. Like, no, no, no. I mean, like it's actual magic because it is we get to manipulate reality to reveal a truth about reality in some way, like to tell a story, to tell a truth. And it's just, how cool is that? Like, I mean, obviously I wasn't thinking that when I was a little kid. Right. But like something always spoke to me about movies and filmmaking and all of that. And it's just sort of, I guess this is what I've kind of, I kind of grew in, grew into becoming a filmmaker uh, because I love that. I love that. Did you know art about it? Did you know? And that that was one of the things I was going to say earlier. It is an art and a science. It's a combination of both. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it is <laughs> so much. I'm like, yes, it, it's it involves so much of the right and the left brain, if you want to call it that. And it involves just so like it bringing in so many other art forms. It's almost like a you know, a a big umbrella in which all, all art forms can live, you know, and I'm sure obviously you can say that about a whole lot of different art forms, but like really all art can live in film. Yes, exactly. Which is insane. Yeah. That's what is one of the reasons I think for as far as education in schools, like every school should not really make kids, but I mean, should some, it should be something that you have to do like PE or something, you know, like they make you do that, but it's like, what about exercising that part of the brain, which is actually communication? Yes. You know, there's so much communication skills that you have to learn when you're making films in, in so many different ways. But what you were talking about earlier, the psychology of it, you know, because that's part of, that's a huge part of communication. You have to communicate to your audience the vision and what you expect from them. And as a filmmaker, if you hit that right, you know, 99% of your audience is crying basically, or feeling that (laughs) same emotion, then you've done it right. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you know, not even just making the film, but also taking in other films and analyzing them in that way, like breaking them down. If you want to talk about like school programs or whatever, like, films should be studied as well because like learning how to analyze what messages you're receiving as well like as the audience is also a whole like other side of the coin you know so yeah I mean there's just obviously so much to pull from like each side of the camera is or the film is so um, enriching 
And it's a struggle. It's a struggle for for filmmakers because, you know, on one hand, you're creating a product, so there's this business sense of it. On the other hand, you do have to possess some sort of artistic will or passion, right, Uh, along with it. And that part is, is completely different than the business part of it. And then there's the part in the middle where you have to literally create. You have to learn, you know, part of it is technology, but there's this other part of... You know, you got to know uh, the concept of call sheets and shot lists and all these yeah. things together. And, you know, when when to call it, you know, when when you're putting things together, you know, they're not all shot at the same time, but they're shot according to the timeline of the story, but in different days and different times, as long as it matches later. So it all looks like it was yeah. shot, you know, continuously throughout the day type thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yep. those things are not easy to grasp. And then the communication yeah. part is if you're directing, right, you mm-hmm. have actors that have to trust you. They have to because you don't have time to sit there and go, look, it, it, I'm going to I'm you don't have to memorize. I, I had this uh, this one thing I was doing. It was like a, a little documentary um, and we had um, the best way I could string it together was to have this hostess. Right. Um, and it was like, you know, she was talking about, it was haunted San Diego is what it was. And so she was, you know, we went out and shot some stuff and she was breaking up each scene basically. And, and she couldn't memorize. She was like, I don't have time. I I can't memorize all these things. I said, you don't have to stop worrying about it. And Mm -hmm. she kept going back with this. And I'm like, really don't memorize anything. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry Mm -hmm. about it. And she was like, what the hell, how am I going to do this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I told her during that time, you know, all right, let's let's do this. I want you to say one small three line paragraph of what you have to say. She said, that's mm-hmm. it. And I said, yeah, just do that. And then we'll cut and then we'll do a medium shot and then we'll cut. We'll do the rest as a white shot. And she was like, oh, <laughs> you know, now I get yeah. it. Why she didn't have to say the yeah. whole thing. It didn't matter. She, you know. But just little things yeah, it like that. Yeah, wasn't as overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and those things, you know, you have to be considerate <laughs> as a director. Yes. But you have to be able to connect with your people. There's just so much. So for you, it was what, like the whole concept of filmmaking? I feel like I totally got sidetracked. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. <laughs> um, I mean, I think at different points I've been attracted to different elements of it, you know, of the industry or different parts. And then they've all just sort of, um, have melded, if you will. Mm. (laughs) You know, I, I dabbled in acting. I still do. I love it. I love to act. Um, but then it was like, as I got older, you know, ideas and stories would come to me and, you know, I would write them down or I would, you know, I learned screenwriting in school and I took to it, which I didn't expect to. Um, Why is that? I don't know. I just, I was never a huge, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really, I feel like that part of my brain was sort of unlocked when that, when I had the opportunity to uh, study some screenwriting and like, I didn't, I didn't expect that I would be a writer and this was, you know, this was a long time ago now, but um, I don't know. It, it helped my brain sort of my imagination, you know, explode with with even more ways to I don't know, like screenwriting writing <laughs> clicked with me in a way that was like, that's how I communicate what's in my head, <laughs> you know, like, oh, and it's a and different it kind of writing. It's not like like, yes, like writing not, a book. No, it is not like it's not a novel. It's not an essay. It's, it's, it's very different and, um, it works. (laughs) It's tech, it's technical, but it's also like, really it's, what are you like? You're telling what you're seeing almost in in your head, which is what, you know, I guess what attracts. It's like you're playing out the movie, which is how you get the idea in the first place. Yes. Yes. I see. You see it. I watch it in my head and then it then it it translates to what are my scripts you know but like in that in that medium um that's desi- and it's perfectly designed for it so um 
Yeah. So yeah. And then, you know, directing, you know, I took me a while to start being able to, um, pull off visually what I had in my head. Like I think my, the first thing that I really truly directed, I was like 18 and I turned a school project, um, into a short film, like an, and it was an adaptation. It was an adaptation of, um, uh, Kate Chopin's the story of an hour. And, um, I talked a classmate into coming and acting and we shot the whole thing and it's, it's, you know, I, I made it silent cause I had no idea how to do sound or anything like that. And, um, we got in these like old dresses and like played the two sisters and I put the camera here, there and everywhere. And, <laughs> and it, you know, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it's, fu- it's, you know, it's funny to look at now, but, um, after that, like that, that was sort of like a launching point for me of like, tell, like starting to do it on my own, like tell, tell the stories myself, directing, writing, um, occasionally being in, in the stories. Um, so yeah, that's what more, I don't know. I more think people I... are doing now is, is that what you just said? Because you have the whole vision yeah, and the tools yes. are there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you don't know how to do something, you technically can go and Google it, right? to give you at least an idea (laughs) and Mm -hmm. but the tools are easier to come by so that you can sort of do what you're even though you don't always want to do everything yourself um, oh no 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 no. learn the hard way (laughs) yeah but also it helps Mm -hmm. you understand what can be like you know as a as a director if you're also editing it gives you an idea of what the editor is going to want or need that you can make yes. that happen during the production. Yes, it is very eye-opening. You see what, you know, to do as many positions, play as many roles as possible at certain points in your journey um, is so um, insightful because it helps you and it helps you just be a better team member when you have it, you know, when you start having bigger teams of people um, because you understand what they need to do. And what it takes for them to do that, you know? Yeah. So were you were you volunteering or working in, in different films along with that to connect with people, to network, and to, you know, know different, learn different ways of, of doing the same things? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it was, it was like I did it sporadically for a little while, um, like in my like teens. And then once I got into my twenties, I like hardcore went to work on like the big feature films that were shooting down here and some shows. And I was in the, the AD department, um, for a long time. And I, I mean, that's the department to go to if you want to learn everything because you get to learn everyone's jobs and you help organize and run and run everything. You learn the terminology and you just you just understand what it takes to make something huge. And if you don't and cry, you, you're inspired. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were many tears <laughs> on many occasions, um, but you know it's all good. Um, yeah, so I I did that, and then I you know got involved with more short films. I did a few more myself, and you know uh, tried to you know dip in wherever I could. So yeah, definitely. Wow. And then from there, so. So somehow you got your footing into saying, I, w- I want to do something more serious because you have a production company. Am I right? I'm just totally. <laughs> um, I, yeah, well, sort of. So yeah. I had I had I did have one uh, with a partner and we no longer have have that production company, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have a company that exists to protect my scripts and and whatnot, but I'm not functioning as like a production house or anything. And then I work, I work with a nonprofit production company, um, to, uh, sort of like keep kicking, well, not kicking off, but like keep, uh, infusing life into, or continue, continuing to infuse life into the indie scene here in New Orleans and and in Louisiana in general, we do like short films and, this type of thing like all the time and um we hope to do more and get bigger and stuff with stuff with that and then I've got my own projects a couple of features that I am shopping around and 
I'm hoping to make them soon. So yeah. <laughs> so for our listeners, I'm you know this is this is the kind of thing they love to hear because um, for some of them. Uh, they may be, and, and depending what country they are in or even what city, what part of, of, of our country they're in, they may mm-hmm. not have all these, like, for example, if you're in L.A., it's like it's like bubbles all over the place, right, of opportunities yeah. in a way, as long as you start meeting people. Um, right. But in some other places, there's not. So sometimes you may have to reach out maybe to a non nonprofit or maybe to schools or whatever, and bring yeah. it up and say, I'll volunteer or I will make it happen or I will lead it, whatever it is, so that you can keep moving in the industry and learning and doing. Because you're learning a lot just by all these things that you're doing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> it's a journey. But, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, especially if you, you know, and that that, that is really hard to be in a place where it's the industry is not easily accessible. But I mean, I guess that's where, you know, especially where you guys come in with the mobile filmmaking, which is genius. And um, it allows for so much creativity and opportunity uh, to, to flex those muscles and to get yourself out there with like the, you know, the online or not online, but like the way that you enter films now, it's all, it's all digital and like for, you know, to do festival runs and get your name out there. And what is kind um, of online though? I think you're right because, you know, Mm -hmm. it used to be, I remember having to (laughs) drop off DVDs and things like that, you know, uh, at some location or, or putting them in the mail and all kinds of silly things like that right (laughs) yeah now it's just you just upload it and there it is on film freeway yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you're right yeah so um so let me see so that's a good segue actually for the mobile filmmaking stuff so somehow you you brought yourself into film into film freeway into the mobile filmmaking (laughs) um yeah and that that kind of began around 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was my first, uh, film that I ever shot on a phone because, um, you know, I never really, I had never really thought to do that before. And I had, I had heard that it was starting to become a thing like with tangerine, um, and everything. And I was just like, Oh wow. You know, like that's fascinating. But I was just like, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, what it didn't really, uh, spark my interest until, um, until the quarantine, like the, like the hardcore lockdown time of, of the pandemic this past year, you know, some, some friends of mine and I, and through this nonprofit decided to do a, um, we called it home movie madness film festival and you know, challenging everybody to do a short film in their house with the, with their phone. And we all participated, like we all had to participate. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, cause it was me, myself and I, and I was like, I don't know. But then I don't know, I, I did it. And I was just like, that, that was a blast. And I have this finished product and, and like, what a way to, to, to practice and to, and to, um, and you did your best. Really huh? hone. Yeah, I did my, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean going back now, I actually wish I would have done more. And since then I've done a few other, uh, films on my phone because I was really like, I can, like, this is amazing. Like I can do this and I can like show what's in my head. I can get a little story out right now. And like, yeah, just, well, that's your motivation for the the next one. Cause you made more, you made more after that. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I did make more because it was, it was, it was such a great experience. And, it showed me that like, oh, this has way more capacity than what I was allowing it to have in my head. Like I was like, oh, oh you really can do a, a lot with your phone. And there, you know, it's not. I don't know. It, it, I just had I think I had really limited a, a limited view of it and doing it myself really just broke all of those limitations and barriers that I had in my head. And I was just like, wow. 
Um, I actually was like, I'm going to do one more before I do this podcast with you. So I, I, the other, the other night I just did like this like little experimental thing, but I got, I got, I got, um, uh, I got a little more creative with it and I got some lights involved and like did a whole like creepy sort of like dream sequence and it was so much fun. So are we going to share this with our listeners then? Well, I haven't really put it out there yet, but yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, we've got to put it. Um, we can throw a link over on our notes. And um, okay. we do write an article with our podcast, so we'll, we can embed it there, too. Oh, wow. OK, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's I, I did it. It's like three shots. But, you know, I just did this little like while you were sleeping type of <laughs> sequence that came to me. And see, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. beauty of it. Right. I sound yeah. so cliche. That's the beauty of it. But it, but it is. It's like but it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just have a thought, and there's your phone, and you're looking at it. It's looking at you. It's all like love at first sight, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all like yeah, use exactly. me. Come on, Ex- you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so I, I I'm, ex- I'm, I'm thrilled that, you know, I've sort of added this to my repertoire if you will <laughs> well i think i think yeah. you know some of the things that you were just saying you know filmmakers for the most part they have the network they have the tools they have you know they just call joe right <laughs> just throwing yeah. a name out there and he right. comes over he's the he's the camera guy right uh yeah. calls uh you know jennifer and jennifer comes over and she's like yeah i'm your i'm your ad and i can also do sound and blah 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 you know that kind of a thing so it's not really there's no need to to go there you know yeah um mm-hmm. and 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 there's a lot about you know budgets and things like that but but in the end it's about you don't have to really fund a film shot with this to to get started with it right and to learn exactly that's actually pretty cool because any any idea you don't have to put too much thought into it as long as you have a good idea for a good story you just Mm -hmm. you just start making it and you're not exhausting people or resources or anything like that um I mean, every time you break out the good camera, you know, you're putting wear on it. Who cares yeah. if it's your phone? I mean, it's so. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's being worn by you right? all the time. <laughs> and you renew your contract every year or two and then you get a new phone, you know, the, the next model up, which is incredible considering when you get a camera, you know, how long it takes before you can, you know, go to another new model again. I mean, it's like. Yeah, that's like serious business right there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, your phone is right there. And it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding to just shoot something, even if you don't do anything with it. But, you know, I mean, because it's like you can get as technical and crazy and creative and um, hardcore about it. Or you can or you can just go run and gun, you know, Um and still come out with something really amazing. And it's uh, that that's crazy. It's so cool. Yeah, I think that's probably part of what, you know, what some more established filmmakers don't don't like because they're used to having to plan and plot and, you know, get very technical with the whole aspect of of even shooting one scene, right? Where with yeah. this it feels like it feels like well, you shouldn't be just like going out and just shooting some scene just like off the top of your head because you feel like it because that's mm-hmm. just not professional or something. It's like, who cares? As long as you have something you can work with after, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it lets you it lets you be in the story a little bit more because you're not so distracted by yes all the other things. You know, it's really about, OK, put it there. Roll. Let's go. Boom. Yeah. You know, and if you mm-hmm. don't like it, delete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a really quick redo. <laughs> that happened to me the other night when I was shooting the other one because, you know, I had my angle was a little bit off and I would just play it back and OK, delete, do it again, adjust. Boom. But, you know, and I did it in, a, in like a couple of hours. Nice. And it was it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, and there's something about the lenses in the in the smartphone, and then some of some even some of the the 
the ways that it handles light because it's such a small lens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And the natural, you know, automatic things that that it does for you sometimes without even thinking about it. And you're going, oh, that actually looks kind of cool and unique. Yeah. It'll surprise you occasionally. But in a good <laughs> way, because yeah. with other cameras, you're going, oh, crap. What happened there? Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, that it, wasn't intentional. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with mm-hmm. this, it kind of makes it something more than what you thought you were going to get sometimes that you can use. And even if you go, well, that's not exactly what I want this to look like. You can still keep it and use it for something else. And it might come in yeah. handy, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe even make a music video out of your film instead of just a trailer, right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing some totally. ideas out there for people. <laughs> I know now I'm going to have to go make a music video on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, some totally. of the first, some of the first uh, videos that were shot with mobile phones or cell phones, I should say, even, yeah. uh, but even with the iPhone 4 were music videos because sound was not really a thing yet. You know, getting good sound out of a, out of a phone back in the day was really hard. Right. And and it's still kind of not the best. Some people make it work good, but I mean, I'm yeah. I'm a big I'm a big fan of good sound. Um, yeah. Our listeners, hopefully this podcast sounds great. Um <laughs> but I hope so. Right? <laughs> like, yes, Susie. Um yeah. but quite honestly, it's like it's like sound is is half the picture, but for me, right? sound is even more important so i would say you know if you're making a film right to mm-hmm. put a little more time into sound that you're saving with the video by using the camera right like yeah, I, i've go had, get a little recorder get a recorder right? you get know they're, they're cheap or something yeah they're cheap and they they're really really good and you just sync it yep there's something about boom. syncing boom yeah and you need a boom. boom. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, get a boom. Yeah. You know, get a lav, whatever. I mean, you could literally yeah. use, um, you know, just give me an idea because we talk about this in, uh, with different guests about using phones as microphones. Uh, yeah, just you can. Even the iPhone, mm-hmm. the memo app is, it's pretty good. It's pretty decent. But I mean, I'm just sitting here going, oh, you know, rubber band and a boom pole, broom pole, whatever. You attach the phone to the end of that and you got your <laughs> shot. There you go. Like, that um, is true. That's so funny. Yeah. Get resourceful. Um, so so now tell me a little bit about this festival that you that you had and how that all came together. Because that that's actually a pretty good idea for for filmmakers making making films. Not now I'm not telling you not to submit your film to our film festival. But what right. I'm saying is you could put a test and feelers out there um, by throwing your own little festival. So share a little bit about that. Yeah. So we so I'm involved with um, a, a film nonprofit down here called Comfy Film NOLA. And, you know, we had we had this whole program of, you know, helping um, filmmakers get their indie shorts off the ground and all that stuff. But obviously COVID, you know, threw a wrench in our, our, our whole like plan plan and everything. I mean, like we had been, we've been doing this for a while, but it kind of stopped everything. And we were like, well, how do we, you know, stay in touch with everyone? How do we, you know, keep the film scene going? How do we help creatives not go crazy stuck in their house? You know? So, um, we were like, let's do, let's do, a, a, like a home movie madness let's do a challenge and um send it out there to you know everybody that we know and invite people to submit and we'll do like a streaming show and we'll do some funny awards and we'll do some serious awards and uh that's how that came about so uh, I think there were seven teams that that did it and um, we did a whole like live stream. Yeah, it was, it was small, but it was like really, really, um, intimate and, and fun. And I think everybody was just thrilled to be able to do a project. And so, um, you know, I was, you know, stuck at my house 
you know, without any of the, you know, any of the comfy film team. So, you know, we're like, okay, well, each of us, we all, we, you know, also need to participate. So we made our, our own to contribute to the, the platform. Um, so I did one, um, in honor of all the, you know, high school and college graduates who didn't get to have a graduation ceremony in 2020, because I mean, like, I can't even imagine that. Like I would be so, I would be devastated. Like if that had happened to me. So I'm, I'm like grateful that I didn't have to go through that, but I felt, I feel horrible for people who didn't get to have a, you know, a graduation ceremony. So people pay for that. It's not like even in high school, even though that's a big deal too, but you pay for all this and you don't even get to graduate. Um, yeah, it's, it, Exactly. It's a big, it's a big moment, you know, it should, it should be this big celebration. So yeah, tradition, everything. And I know, you know, some people don't care as much, but it's still like everybody, everybody remembers when they graduated, you know, COVID broke Um, everything. It broke so much, right? Yeah, it, it, it really did. So yeah. So I, you know, I saw a lot of news coverage about, you know, people doing alternative types of celebrations and graduation ceremonies whether people were driving by or if they were holding like online parties or zoom you know just people doing <laughs> zoom yeah people yeah. doing different celebrations and so i was like well i'll do a story like that so i did one it's called canceled and not not in like the cancel culture sense but in like <laughs> the graduation's been canceled <laughs> i actually just thought i thought of that like earlier today i was like oh maybe that wasn't the best title because that's not what i meant by it <laughs> Well, but like, it might whatever. Get you some extra attention. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Well, yeah. I, so I, I, ma- I made this. It's, it's really, sh- you know, short, but about a girl who, you know, is waiting, and it's the shutdown happens. They don't know if they're going to be able to have their graduation, and how upset she gets, and then you know, sort of like an uplifting moment at the end. So, um, I enjoyed doing it. It was my first. Like I said, it was the first thing I ever shot on a phone and I had way more fun than I thought. And it and it um, and it looked way better than I thought. And it really just broke all of my ideas that I had about why well, not that I, not that I had spent a ton of time. I hadn't really spent a ton of time thinking about it, but I it broke all those limitations. Like I was saying that I had, you know, thought would be present trying to shoot something on my phone. So. Yeah. And I, you know, after that, I submitted it to a couple other little things and it got into two other little festivals last year. And I was like, wow, <laughs> cool. Um, it's amazing, so yeah, right? It was, it was, it was, that's yeah, the, it was a blast. That's the, that's the whole part of it. Sometimes I think with, with mobile filmmaking too, that um, a lot of, a lot of filmmakers, I mean, they don't, they don't care if they make money off of it or anything like that. They just want to share it, want to, you know, see the reaction and experience the, the festival experience really. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not yeah. expecting like, Oh, I'm shooting. And maybe it's a little more like with a feature length film. Right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, um, I mean, if, if you can make some money of it on it, you know, like guys, you should, <laughs> you know, yeah, great. Yep. Go um, for it. 100%. But I think I know that that's yeah. not the mentality that they go into, um, which is w- one of the reasons why I call this like a completely different, it's turned into, it's turned into from a community, right. Of supporting people who are sharing and collaborating and things like that into its own mm-hmm. culture, because, um, and I noticed this a few years ago in our film festival. We had a 12-year-old girl, we had an 84-year-old woman, and we and and she had been in the industry for many years, but she was, you know, using iPhones now, you know, to to make films. And wow. uh, this 12-year-old girl that had, you know, uh, maybe made one little film, you know, one little um, stop-motion film. And mm-hmm. here we were on the red carpet in San Diego with people, and they were both from San Diego, with people who came from different parts of the world. Some of them were uh, filmmakers, established filmmakers, um, meaning that they have been making independent films on their own and things like that, and video producers yeah. trying to make a film, why not? And then 
housewives or, you know, did just, you know, decided to go ahead or, or families or, and they were all on the red carpet, you know, people who travel, so you know, cool. experiencing things. Yeah. And they're all there on the red carpet sharing this experience in this moment as filmmakers. And I was as storytellers. Of, as yeah. Storyteller. And that's like the whole world. Like my thing is like trying to emphasize how how powerful it is to be able to tell stories. And not everybody can tell a story that's engaging verbally, you know, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean mm-hmm. they don't have it in them. And I think sometimes films, it's like children who can't speak, who can draw, right? Yeah. They can still communicate. It's a different medium. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it has yeah. so many, like what you were saying before, it has so many different aspects of it you know with you know the the audio and the visual and the psychological part right all these things put together um and and i don't like for anyone to be intimidated with it because quite honestly our great grandparents even have i mean it's in our genes like we just have to start doing it and then all of a sudden we know what we're doing when it comes to structuring a film together we know what a fade in and a fade mm-hmm. out does psychologically. Mm-hmm. We know that if we mm-hmm. stall, if video goes to black, right, and it stalls for a little while, right, we know what that means. We, we know what that sensation evokes, right? Um, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. just have to we just have to try it and, and do it. And it's so easy to go on a even iMovie and just drag a transition in and goes, oh, that makes me feel this. Oh, what does that one do? Oh, oh, this one's just perfect. You know? Yeah. Like what tone do do, do different things add, yeah. you know, to the overall effect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it can be so creative and so the challenge of it is also very attractive, right? It takes special people in sometimes yes. for that to appreciate the challenge. But I think most of us, mm-hmm. you know, growing up with computers and phones and you know just the whole this whole medium right um like (laughs) i remember uh in junior high you know like wood shop i was like are you kidding me (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like what am i gonna do wood shop you know i got all elaborate trying to make like a cd case and i totally wrecked it and the teacher was like you know you're gonna get an F. I'm like, why? Why? Why does this have to be so hard? And he's like, you got yeah. so, out of all the things you could have done, Susie, you could have just made a box. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody had to have slots for the CDs. You know, it was like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you could have just made a I, box. <laughs> but then I get in GarageBand and I compose music, right? Or yeah. I, oh, I cool. do graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a graphics designer for, for a long time. So I use that to my advantage for, for things, too. Um, but yeah, all these things. Cool. And a, a five-year-old, you know, can, can get in there and use iMovie on a phone or something. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's there. I don't yep, know where I'm going all with there. all this right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's, you know, just just to say like everything, everything is at your fingertips to try to start do. And and even if the I mean, my, the first th- the first several projects that I made, whether it was on a phone. um, Well, I didn't make them on a phone, so I'll, I'll <laughs> I don't mean it like that. But I mean, like the first the first projects I made back in the day, like from 18 to like 20 something um, were terrible. But I learned so much from them and I had so much fun doing them. And it, you know, it just increased my passion and desire to like continue to do that and to hone the skills, even though it's like frustrating at times if you can't pull off what's in your head the first time around. That's okay, But but I'm telling you, pulling out your phone and shooting a film unlocks something. It will unlock something in you to, to that will help you in the next thing that you do, like. It, it will. It has to because it's a, you're, you're creating something and you're practicing a, a skill set. You're making art and it's going to teach you something and you're going to get something out of it. And yeah, and it's good therapy to do it. Oh, yes. It is such good therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, also, Always. you know, the the communication 
uh, that we we get to have with each other, you know, through that. Um, yes. I mean, I've I've I mean, had like, friendships that are just based on projects. Yeah, totally. I mean, heck, you, even you, talking to you. Like, I never would have met you if it wouldn't have been in that filmmaker's podcast room on Clubhouse. Did and we now mention we're that yet in, about, the, in the podcast, how we met? I I don't know. I can't remember if it was before we started rolling or not. Yeah. So this <laughs> That's is, how we met, if yeah. we didn't say it. Yeah, we were at, we were at Clubhouse. And I, and I usually, I, I rarely have time to go into a bunch of different rooms. You know, but it yeah. was just the right time when I was like, oh, I want to go in here. And because uh, I check in once in a while, I open it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Rach, you know, the funny thing is like you were really quiet in there. You were a speaker. She was a quiet <laughs> speaker, guys. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else was just all over the place. And um, mm-hmm. and she was the quiet. Speaker. But so when she did speak, everybody just like, wow. What is Rachel going to say? <laughs> and she had interesting things to say. And so I, there was something in me that wanted me to ask you, have you ever shot with a phone? And your answer was yeah. yes. And it was like incredible. It was like, well, you got to get on this podcast. And that's all it takes, yeah, guys. Yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. It was such a cool connection. Yeah. Totally. So now that you've got... <laughs> Four mobile films under your belt. <laughs> um, yeah. What's next, Rachel? What's the next? Are you going to make a feature or would you consider making a feature film? On a phone? Yeah. Um, you know, I have thought about it. I think it definitely has to be the right project. I'm definitely interested to do that. Would your team um, favor that? in doing that? Maybe. Because that's the other part. You know, now right? I'm going to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, you definitely, I would want to have, you know, a small team to, to do something like that. But that would be, that would be very, very interesting. I w- I, it would have to be the right project to do that. Um, I think maybe what I would do for a phone film immediately next is to do a, a longer short. Yeah. You know, that was a little more intentional about story and well, we, lighting and we sound have a and feature film but category that starts at 40 minutes oh nice okay yeah. yay so if you don't want to well, do like yeah, an so entire two-hour film do a 40 do a 41 minute film or a 40 right. minute film. yeah I'm, I'm i'm super interested so i think i would do like a longer one like just a longer short first and then just see how that goes and then and then maybe try for the feature i'm i would love to do it at some point I think I think it would be a lot of fun and a little and di- and just different to do a whole feature like that. Well, you know how you um, surprised yourself with the short, right? Yeah, exactly. I think so. It would you're going to be, be doing a bigger version of that air flips <laughs> in the air when you make a feature film because you're going to go, yeah. "Wow, this is a total game changer." You, yeah, you are probably right. I'm 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 definitely interested to give it a shot. You, you um, may you be know, the first again. feature film that wins an Academy Award, for all we know. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, hey, I'm here for the ride if that's what happens. But no, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I said, it would, it'll have to be the right project, and I think it would be a blast to do it. I'm open, and I want, I want to try at some point. So with your yeah. other films... Um, do you, are, they're they're all narrative films, right? Yes. And where do you where are you? How many of, of the other films have you made so far? And what genre do you like? Um. So I have done total about like fourteen short films, um, and I am working on getting two features uh, made. Um. The, the The genre tends to be drama as like the overall arc and then like from there subcategories of that like a th- you know a thriller um tragedy um horror comedy um and then i have a, f- I have a little family one as well so yeah i don't know I, I always tend towards the drama side of tell you know i don't know it lets me get out my demons if you will <laughs> <laughs> releasing you know releasing imp- releasing impactful stories it's really not about creating drama for me it's more about 
telling stories that inspire, motivate, and that have real world impact. So that's sort of my line (laughs) of like, I want to be a holistic storyteller that there's so like, I want to be able to hit so many points of the human experience in my storytelling. And I'm definitely, um, still, you know, learning and honing that skill. But, um, yeah. You ever seen that movie go? No, I haven't. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I will. Now I will. And when people tell me that I need to see something, I I write it down and it goes on the list. (laughs) Yeah. That, (laughs) that was a, that was a good movie. Um, I'm trying to think of the the people's names that were in it, and just as I'm saying that, they are all escaping me. But uh, everybody can 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 watch that. It's um, somewhere, I'm sure. But it's from the it's. Um, I think it was in early 2000 or late 90s. I think it was. I can't remember, but it's a great movie because. Um, it, it just just the beginning of it. It starts out really tragic. Oh yeah. You know? And then it with just, Sarah Polly. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Are you googling it? Yeah, I I well, I IMDb it. it. Well, like everything, right? By the way, this podcast yeah. is now on IMDb. Woohoo! One of the yeah. things I decided to to finally do. It was on my list. <laughs> Speaking of list, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, so um, so that's a that's a good movie to to watch because it does do some really crazy storytelling and it involves drama. It is kind of a the- uh, a thriller. It's it's crime, but it's also um, it's comedy as well. Um, it's one of those like. Gotcha. Did you ever watch? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes. I've okay, I've seen um, clips of this. Yes, it's a really yes. fun fun film to watch. I think I must have watched it too many times. Uh, <laughs> no such thing. Yeah, but it seems like cool. that was like the mm-hmm. kind of movie that 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 you you'd like, you know. And and they have strong characters, and I think strong characters are really important to to any story that you tell, even if the character oh, sometimes has to be a location or something, right? Because yep. that happens, but it has to be yes powerful somehow in in some way, or even powerful at being unpowerful. <laughs> Ooh, that's I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah, totally. I have one. I have. I just. I just finished writing the first draft of my third feature script, and nice. it is the one that I've worked on the longest. So it's really the first screenplay that I like started for real, but it's I, it's not the first one that I finished, which is kind of funny because I've started over so many times. It's like my baby project, you know, and like one of the characters is a relationship between two people, you know, as like the main it's about their relationship as a character. Um, so, yeah, that what you said is is 100 percent that like if it's if it's it doesn't even matter if it's a person or not, but it's that if it's the location that's giving that powerful story element, a person, a relationship, a whatever, those things are key in conveying something. Yeah. It's one thing that I, I like to express to our listeners, like there are not, it's one of the reasons why mobile filmmaking is so much more important than people can get a grasp on because yeah. the more people that are making films, the more stories that we have, the more, Yes. that we have and there's yes. just such a big need for that 100 because if you think about and we know we want to see it we want to see it yes. we know we know we've heard we've heard the same story a million times now right. from like the and i'm not saying those are they're bad films and or, or i would want to get rid of them or like i'm sick of them please keep making the big studio films right. we love them but also there's so many you know i was talking about this with with brendan like in the in the in that film podcast room yeah. on Clubhouse, uh, you know about you know we um, we want to hear the stuff that hasn't been heard yet. Yes, and there's so much from so many different groups of people from so many cultures, from so many circumstances. You know that just haven't different been different perspectives. I mean, you can't yes. get enough of those. 
Exactly. I mean, even so if yeah, it your, is your the phone same is story. powerful. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like obviously there there's always going to be that human relatable element in whatever story you're telling. Definitely. Or we'll start but floating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, but like your phone, your phone is your powerful character yes. in a sense. Yeah. You know, and it helps you to tell your story. From your um, perspective, and everybody has such yeah. a unique perspective. Everybody's, you know, I said that, I forgot where I wrote this. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> I just, I, I get things in my head and I just either I tweet it or I say it on Facebook or whatever. But there's only, at the at the same exact moment in time, no two people are standing in the exact same space. With, wow. with the exact same perspective. Yeah. So there's every millisecond of our life on this earth you can't you can't there are, there are millions of unique perspectives all around the world yes and that's yes. a lot of stories yes wow and with that <laughs> yeah i'm like deep thoughts wow <laughs> that's great so uh, where can people find you? And, uh, well, let me ask you this first. Yeah. What is it that we've left out? What is the one thing that you, you want to ensure that our listeners get from, from this podcast, from Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say uh, the fear don't let the fear keep you back because the fear will eat you alive. I'm telling you, if you like shoot that first thing or shoot that second thing, make that, make the next project, do it, just go do it. Don't give into the fear because once you punch through that barrier and I mean, it'll keep coming back, but like you will, you will, it will be um, less and less each time. And uh, it's, it's just worth it. Don't let, Ugh, don't let the fear hold you back. I let I let fear hold me back a lot mm. in making things. And now, no more. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect at, uh, you know, dealing with the fear because it still comes. But I'm tell it's so it's so worth it to not let fear keep you back from making something. Don't fear of what other people are going to think, especially your family and friends. I think it's harder to show my stuff to family and friends than it is oh, to strangers. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think that's yeah. pretty common. Yeah. But don't let fear of what they think. What? Who? No. Like, do it. Go do it. I th- it's worth I think it. one of the things, too, um, guys, is to do is actually don't think about making a movie like it's going to go to every household on a big screen or even to a film festival, just make films. Do it for you. Yeah. Do it for yourself. And that will get you. That's like the best way I, I've, I noticed that for example, like with writing, right? Mm -hmm. If I write something and then I go to start editing and proofing it and so forth too much, I'll never publish it. Yes, it's the re the e- endless rewrites. Yeah. You get stuck in that circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if I just yep. publish it and then when I finally do, like it doesn't have a decent response, right? And mm-hmm. if I just put it out of my head and put it out there, right? With I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'll check grammar and spelling or something, you know what I mean? Um but yeah. other than that, I just go for it. Um and that's not an easy thing to do. That took me a while to get used to just writing things. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going, oh, God, people are going to criticize what I'm saying and things like that. It's like, you know what, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when you do that, then I get a better response from it. You know, yeah, and I think it's yeah. natural. I think if we, yeah. like you said, the fear, don't let the fear get to you because it can really get in your way creatively. Yes, you know, definitely. So don't yeah. even think about film festivals. <laughs> I'm like shooting yeah, myself don't, in the foot yeah. here. Uh, don't right. Don't think but, about that stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. It's because it's the ener- that energy going into your project. I mean, yes, we all want 
our stories to be seen, right? Right. In in a, in a sense, because it is about sharing an experience. Rachel, we can only say this because we're talking about mobile phones. Now we can't say to someone who's dumb funding and has investors in their film, you know, and all this stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. Just you know, we can't do no, that no, no, there. No. Yeah. But for mobile filmmaking, right. it's one of the virtues of mobile filmmaking. Where, exactly. you know, until you get to that point to where, yes, you can get funding and get more people involved and things like that where you, but by now you're an experienced smartphone filmmaker. Yeah, it, <clears throat> it gives you a lot of tools. Yeah, and you have more confidence and you have less fear. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, and even then when you go to, at least when you're going to write a story and tell a story, you know, tell it from your heart, tell it, you know, um, you know, tell it not to you. And uh, yes, like even like with the, but yeah, even with the big films though, you know, it's like not about, Oh, don't make a film to win an Oscar, <laughs> make a film to tell a good story because you want to share something with the world. Yeah. Tell that's why you want to tell it. And then because hopefully, and then hopefully it, you know, you put it together in such a way, you know, with your investors and your producers and all this thing, all of these things, right. That makes it marketable and, and all, you know, all the things that are necessary for like the business side and getting the film out there and all of those things. But it's, the, I think it's the same thing too. Even like some of the, some of the like top people have said, you cannot, you cannot tell a story to like get famous or whatever, because the, it's the wrong energy going into the project. It's the wrong creative. It does affect it the story that you end up telling a lot. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So to your point, yes, exa- exactly. Um, while keeping in mind what needs to be done for when you know when you do have the budget and the right. investors and all of those things. Yeah, well, but that yeah, time but you're a no, pro now, to, that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, but so but be free of all of that with the with the mobile filmmaking. I think so, yeah. I think, and we were you know to go back to the beginning when we were talking about the the art and the science. See, and that's where that yes. plays into you know some of the most memorable artists you know whether it's music or abstract art or painters or whatever it is right um yes they they did it for themselves and they were very natural about it they didn't put that much in it's only like for for you know a lot of the bands right the music bands musical bands whatever um it's when they start worrying about their music being marketable that they start mm-hmm. to go downhill and they start to have problems mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know because yep. and all of a sudden they're intimidated by that and they have all this pressure and you don't need to put that pressure yeah. on yourself you you'll you'll be on a better better you'll have better footing if you're not <laughs> yes exactly and those people will come in at the time that they need to come in to help you you know, be marketable and all of that stuff, you know, yeah. like stay, stay focused on the story. So Rachel, working people, um, uh, I will, uh, do this in the intro too. And of course we'll put it on the notes and all that, but, uh, where can people find you and what is one thing that you, you want people to reach out to you about? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I know I can't I believe I asked it. <laughs> I know that's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, I um, I've told people on Clubhouse, uh, you know, if you have film festival questions, you know, drop me a DM. I'll be happy to help a- answer them because um, I'm pretty pretty well versed in film freeway and with festival rules and just being av- involved in a lot of festivals these past couple of years. So yeah, drop me a DM if you need, you know, help navigating that world. Um, and you can find me on Instagram and on IMDb. Um, my handle for Instagram is Rachel underscore Jacob underscore Nola. And I've got like my reels and all of that attached. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) if people want to see, you don't have to see it, but it's fine. (laughs) No, no, we are going to throw some links down here. Um, you know, okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's my gift for you bearing with us to inspire our listeners. Um, 
one. <laughs> well, I hope it helps in some way, but I don't yes. know. Yes, well, definitely. Me, well, and yeah. and again, you know, yeah. one day you'll be in the Academy Awards, and we'll be able to point out that you were here <laughs> first. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, that's great. <laughs> All right, li- having drinks, right? Yes. Um. Yeah. Listeners, thank you for listening. I hope that. I'm pretty sure that Rachel inspired you, but I hope I did too. <laughs> uh, keep. Oh, <laughs> yes. Keep. You inspire me. <laughs> keep. Li- Are you kidding? I think it's awesome what you do, what you do with the with the festival and with the podcast. It's phenomenal. Well, and some of our listeners are have been on the show, and some of them are making movies that have been part of the the film festival. Um, yeah, Rachel does not have awesome. a Twitter. I kind of tend to live on Twitter land lately. Um, but I know I don't have Twitter. Yeah. If we can <clears throat> twist your arm to at some point get a Twitter, that'd be great. Cause then I could tag you. Um, <laughs> but in either case, um, to all our listeners out there, uh, thanks for being a part of the festival because, you know, with no listeners, there is no podcast without filmmakers. There are no film festivals. And that's really the reality of the world we live in. You know, you create things for you, uh, but you know you love it when when someone sees it. And if you're making films and sharing stories, it's it's about connecting. You, yes. We need each other for that. So support your fellow creators. And, um, and we'll see you on the next episode of the SBP podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. And feel free to mention Rachel and tag her on Instagram and let her know that you listened to her in this podcast. All right, guys. Say goodbye, Rachel. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks for having me on the show.